This is Dr. David Anderson, senior pastor and founder of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. And I am so glad that you are tuned in now to our new special Saturday edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're going to hear conversations from recent talks where I've connected with radio listeners just like you to help them build bridges of reconciliation, race, religion, relationships. Are you ready? Let's get started. Mike is on the line. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Good. Now I'm good. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Uh, What's going on with you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, look, um, I'm looking for some wisdom, prayer, and um, your your opinion Okay. on a matter. Okay. Um, real quick, um, I won't go into too much detail, but um, I was promised, like, Thanksgiving pay, you know, holiday, Christmas, and um, a sign-on bonus. I was going to just help me for almost seven or eight months. Okay. I never, and I was prom- and I was promising texts and calls that I would get that, you know, I'd get paid, and I never did. And I ex- explained it to the main guy that, look, um, you know, you're, you're taking food out of my family's mouth, and right. this, I really do need this money, and it's owed to me. And um, what did he? What did he say? Um, we're looking into it. Um, okay. Um, then, then he got back when he says you don't qualify. Are you still so working for him? Saying. No, absolutely not. And how much money do you think um, it's worth? Um, well, the, the sign-on bonus was like a thousand dollars, and my each pay was like two fifty, so like fifteen hundred bucks. Fifteen hundred bucks altogether. Got it. And so, yeah. let, let me give you my two cents on it. You still have a relationship with the company, right? Uh, n- no. Like you, can't, as, as in. As, as in talking to him? Yeah, know? who would you be who would you be talking to? HR or would you be talking to the owner or who would you be talking to? Oh, the management. The, ma- the place. The management. How big of a company? Um um they're they're not real big, but they're not a small company at all. So Okay. Medium well, size. Well, I'm sure you don't want to say what company it is, but this is what I would do in this day of social media. I'd give them an opportunity to pay you one more time. I'd send an official letter. Uh, you promised me this. Here are the text. Here are the emails, and copy them into the document. Send that to them, hard copy and soft copy, and give them a date to pay you by by February first, by January fifteenth. If I do not receive the payment that you promised me by this date, I am going to put on social media uh, everything that you promised, especially if they're a company where they depend on the public sales. All right, what that will do is that will really make them think. Uh, is it worth $1,500 uh, to have our name put out there? Because what that will do is it will dissuade other people from using the company, and then other people who may have been hurt by the company may do the same thing. That could really hurt their business for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I'd rather just go ahead and pay you the 1500 so you'll be quiet and go away. Yeah. That, that, that's good. I, I'm, I, it's a tug of war. I'm, the guy's almost saying, "Look, just let let it go." And I'm almost thinking on my end, saying, "Yeah, but if they keep doing this. They're going to hurt other people." Well, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to come against God. If God is telling you let them go, then you forgive them and let them go. But if uh, if you're seeking, you know, sort of my my wisdom on it, uh, you, you know. Hey, if they've promised you money, you did the work, they owe it to you. If you want to forgive them and God's saying that, then do that. 
If you're not clear that God's saying that and you need the money and want the money, then apply some pressure. You're not doing anything immoral. You're just going to put out there what they promised you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, take, I, take, take my thoughts well, along well, with other people's thoughts, and maybe you'll get the right the right answer. Well, I, I've got to run, Mike, because I'm running to the break. But as soon as I get okay. back, I'll be taking more people's calls. Thank you from Frederick. I'll be right okay. back. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Okay. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came mm-hmm. out. Love it. it was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Let's go to Jan. Jan is in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Hey, Jan, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? I wanted to know, does God say anything, or I'm sure it doesn't say in the Bible, but what does he have to say or think about transgender people, people who change from male to female? And yeah, so what? so it's a couple of things. First of all, the, the scripture doesn't say a lot about it. There are about six right. major passages that deal with uh, homosexual behavior, orientation, that sort of thing. And so those six major passages uh, people have uh, poured over to really try to understand uh, this matter. But there are Old Testament passages and uh, even some New Testament passages that talk about men being effeminate uh, and that sort of thing. And so there are a lot of people who uh, feel that they're in the wrong body. And that something is wrong with them because they feel like a girl, but they're in a guy's body or they feel like a guy and they're in a girl's body. And so what do you do with that? I think what we have to do is is tell people, you know what, take this up with Jesus and talk to Jesus about how you are supposed to live your life in a way that honors him. Um, because I think the problem is we don't understand. There are a lot of what we might call sexual minorities, people who just don't fit into our normal gender, uh, roles. And as a result of that, we push them to the margins and we treat them very badly. And I don't think God desires us to treat anyone badly. When I do look at the scriptures, I do think about the Ethiopian eunuch in uh, Acts chapter eight. Uh, This is somebody maybe whose body wasn't fully formed right or they could not have sexual relations or they chose out of uh, some kind of religious commitment. But they were a eunuch. They were different. They they didn't have sex like uh, a normal man or a normal woman. So they were different. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so how did God love that person? God loved them to such a degree that he saved them and then used them to take the gospel to the Ethiopians. 
And so I, I just want to uh, sort of look at it like that. Now, can I take a hard stance and say, listen, dude, you shouldn't be wearing dresses? Sure. Or listen, girl, you, right. should, you shouldn't be uh, dribbling the ball through your legs, acting like a dude, dunking on people. Sure, we could do that all day long, but that doesn't accomplish anything, and it doesn't really help love them. Mm-hmm. So that would be my okay. that would be my two cents on it. How do you respond to that? What do you think, Jan? That sounds pretty good to me. I I just wanted to know. It just popped in my head. I thought, yeah, I thought Dr. Anderson give him a call today <laughs> about it. So well, there, there yeah. you go. That's my two cents on it. Okay, my sister. All right. Thank uh, you. Take care. Blessings to you. Have a good weekend. Yeah, how do we love people like Jesus? And how if somebody is trans, maybe they, they changed over. And you're like, look, that is not cool with me. I don't like it. The the runner, uh, what was the, what was the uh, I can't remember his name now, but the professional athlete uh, who's a Kardashian or whatever. <laughs> okay, so you see him one way, and then now he's in heels. Well, I mean, that could really throw you off. But my question is why? Why are you doing it? What's going on inside of you? And then at the end of the day, Regardless of the why, I'm still going to love you the way you are because I'm going to try to act like Jesus. And what would Jesus do? Jesus would love you. Jesus would work with you. Jesus would disciple you so that you become everything he wants you to be. All right. Let me go to uh, On the Road in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and talk to Crystal. Hi, Crystal. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Crystal, are you there? I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging. What are you thinking? Hello, can Hi. you hear me? Yes, ma'am. What's your comment or question today? Um, I was wondering if you heard about the Hebrew Israelites. I have. That's uh And if mm-hmm. you Okay, go ahead. I think they're kinda of aggressive. And and one thing I think really bothers me is that they're saying that um every black person is an Israelite, is it's a true Jew. Right. And that um, we're the ones that's going to make it into heaven and that the white people are going to be our slaves. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's wishful thinking. I just kind of, yeah, I'm just like, where are they getting this from? Yeah, it's, 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 it's not biblical. What happens? What happens is they take some passages. Look, you got Ethiopian Jews, you've got black Jews. There's no doubt about it. Okay, but the whole idea of the black race being the Hebrew Jew and and we're going to subjugate other people. It's just it's not a biblical philosophy. The biblical philosophy is that Jesus okay. was Jesus was Jewish. He came with the least of these, and through that one generation, he would bless the rest of the world, and that came through the covenant of Abraham. And so, and come through the line of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. All this other nonsense really is just taking us away from the biblical truth. So I wouldn't have anything to do with it, to be honest with you. Oh, thank God. I was just looking at that, and I said, oh, my God, he's hurting people's feelings. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, what happens when Christ says that he has no preferred person? Yeah, it's it's really an ethnocentric movement. Everybody has the yeah, everybody has the ability to make it in the heaven that we accept yeah, Christ yeah. as our Savior. Yep, there's no re- retaliation. There's no I, retaliation I, I, in heaven. There's no retaliation. So you know, because of black slavery, now that, now the black folk are going to enslave the white folk. In fact, in South Africa, that's what they were afraid of. If you got rid of apartheid, the blacks would turn on the whites and kill them. Of course, none of that ever happened, but that's what they feared. And I think what happens is oppressors fear that if they let the oppressed go, the oppressed are going to turn around and oppress them. 
but we don't see that historically, oh, okay. you know. And so we don't need a theology that tells us now we get to get our turn and oppress people. You know, it's just not right. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, oh, my God, don't ask me these questions. They're horrible. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you called Thank me. You so much. Have a great weekend. God bless you, Crystal. <laughs> Susan Lafke says, I plan Stephen goes along. LOL. Gotcha. So you're the one that does the planning. He was just like, okay, I'll just go wherever you go. That's kind of cool, too, having a spouse that's kind of uh, kind of uh, uh, just go along with the program. Do you like that? Kind of spouse is like, listen, I really don't care what restaurant we go to. I really don't care what country we go to. I really don't care what hotel. I don't care what friends are coming over. Uh, I just want to be with you, and I'm pretty easy go lucky. Well, there are spouses like that, but you know what? That can actually cause some spouses to uh, say, come on, don't you care? Get in get in the game here. Give me some ideas. I'm tired of planning for us. So what do you think? 888-432-7434. That's the number here if you want to have a conversation with me. Daryl Musgrove, hello to you. And Scott Anderson, I see you there. Good afternoon back at you on my Facebook Live page. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about spontaneity in marriage. And uh, let's get real here because it is real talk. Uh, how spontaneous uh, is it for you and your spouse in the romantic area of your life? Or is it the same old thing, the same old way? And you get what I'm saying. And after a while, uh, there's no sense of spontaneity. There's no sense of of um let's say surprise and that is a part of you know if you're being married for 10 or more years maybe you just feel like you've exhausted all the surprises i'd love to talk to you about it if you want to talk to me about it, unless you think it's just too real or too intimate uh, my number live in studio 888-432-7434 so the lord says i am doing a new thing Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? And then when you think about uh, Jesus, he tells them, hey, listen, guys, I'm going to be going away and I'm not coming back for a while. So there's some strategy to the program of God. But then he says one's going to come after me. Do you know who that one was? That's right. It's the Holy Spirit. So even though, uh, you know, God, the Father, God, the Son and God, the Spirit are one, there is spontaneity in the spirit, isn't there? Because when the spirit comes, even though they planned for him to come, uh, once he came, it was like a rushing wind uh, in Acts chapter two. And nobody even knew what was happening. Nobody expected it. And you'll remember it says in that text in Acts chapter two, suddenly, suddenly. And so in a sense, we have to be the kinds of people who are strategic in our planning and committing our ways to strategies and plans while at the same time always prepared for a suddenly for the spirit to just move. And maybe that's what our relationship should be like in our marriage. There's both and. There is the planning and there is the the spontaneity. But my question today is what do you prefer? All right. It's not a wrong answer. I just want to know what you prefer and does your spouse know it? Let me give you the number one more time before I go to the phone lines. My number is 888-432-7434. If you want to talk to me, maybe you have a comment or a question, that's all you got to do is call that number, and uh, we'll get you up on my screen. 888-43-BRIDGE. 
All right, let's talk to Tashana, who's on the line from Columbia, Maryland. Hi, Tashana. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks a lot for calling me. What are you thinking today? Um, I am great. I was calling in reference to the how to keep it spicy when you've been in a relationship for so long. Okay, talk to me about that. Okay, I feel like some um, people, when you get into these relationships, that you should not give everything so quickly. You yeah. know, I feel like everything should be like, you know, spread out so that it won't, you know, fade so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as um, maybe like the bedroom scene, right. maybe move to another room okay. of the house. You're talking about in marriage, right? And things like that. Yes, yes, I'm married. Okay, so in marriage, you're saying yes. to keep it spicy, you've got to almost not give ev- do everything and give everything up at the very beginning, but s- sort of over time reveal new things. Yes, I've been in my relationship for 12 years, mm-hmm. and I still feel like it's a new thing for us to do. Gotcha, gotcha. That is great. That is great. And so you were talking about changing bedrooms. Is that what I heard? Yes, changing bedrooms. Um Instead of always using your bedroom, right, you could use the basement, right, use the kitchen, right. You I, know, I I, I have hear you. Ottoman in my room, so the chair. I hear you. It's great. Well, um, he- and sometimes outside is fine too. I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> <but outside laughs> <is greatest. laughs> hey, well, hey, you're a Christian, and the, the scriptures say that the bed is undefiled once you're married. So that means not only the bed, but I guess just the acts uh, in and of themselves. I think even, believe it or not, something as simple as changing the the covering of the bed. You know, it, can you imagine if you come home and the covering of the bed was changed? It's not the same old blanket, but it's a new one that sort of spices up even the look of the bedroom, as well as the scent. You know, you have you can have different yeah. scents as well, and that will change sort of the same old smelly sock of the room. You know what I mean? So you're on the right track, yes, Tashana. And that's the pheromones too, so that was great. Say again. I said I'm really into pheromones too. So gotcha, gotcha. Anything mixed with like a scent is like so good to me. There you go. Hey, well, thanks for sharing, Tashana. I appreciate it. Okay. All right, no problem to Keep, you. Keeping it spicy right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and you know, marriage is supposed to be uh, enjoyable too, right? It's not always work. You know, people say marriage is work. Well, it is, but it doesn't always have to be. And Tashana's saying she's been married 12 years and she's still keeping it spicy. She said you can do it in other rooms. You can get together in the kitchen. She says on the ottoman in her bedroom or even outside. Go ahead, Tashana. I ain't mad at you. 888-432-7434. That is the number live in studio. And the topic, if you're just joining us, because you might not know, we're talking about spontaneity in marriage. Do you prefer more strategic planning or do you prefer more spontaneity in marriage? Here's the funny thing. Sometimes in marriage, you'll try something new 
and your spouse will be like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) And that can really put you off if you're trying to do something that is new. And so part of it is preparing your spouse through conversation. Otherwise, uh, if they're not a spontaneous person and you you show up and say, guess what? I got us. I got us a room at the Hyatt. Well, you might be going by yourself. <laughs> so you got to make sure that you are uh, doing it in a way that's preparing your spouse. Otherwise, it can turn off. It can turn you off because you put in effort. You put in thought and you showed up with flowers or you showed up with lingerie. You showed up with you came home and there were candles that were lit. And they're like, what is this smell? What What is that about? And, you know, as soon as somebody says that, it kind of turns you off. Or, you know, they never cook for you, and then you walk in, and they have a full-cooked meal. Like, ooh, that's great, but what's wrong with you? <laughs> you don't ever cook. What's, am, I all, am I dead? Am I dying? Did, did, did the doctor call? Like, is something wrong? Is this my last meal? Are you trying to poison me? So, you know, when y'all have been together for so long, you can't just listen to a radio show like this and then go home and try something brand new. You got to you got to modulate this thing. Don't let Dr. Anderson's show get you in trouble. You got to think it through and be strategic, because otherwise you're gonna try something new. It's gonna blow up, and then uh, y'all gonna blame it on me. Eight 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 four three two seven four three four. That is my number live in studio. Eight 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 four three bridge. And uh, we're talking today about spontaneity in marriage. Uh, do you prefer it to be more strategic planning or more spontaneous? Eric Robinson says, no surprises. In my experience, they almost always cost me more than my comfort level allows. Wow. So Erica is saying, I guess what you're saying is you don't want surprises. Or are you saying when I try surprises, it costs me because it doesn't go over well. Let me know, Eric, what you mean. You don't like the surprises or you don't like to do the surprises because when you do them, it costs because you pay on the other end. Love to hear what you're thinking on that on my Facebook Live page. Let's go to St. Mary's County to talk to Valencia, who's on the line. Hi, Valencia. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing great, Dot Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I like a combination of both. My husband and I have been married for eight years, and we are a blended family. So we always have um, had kids, and so we get caught up in being mm. husband and wife and That's working right. and dealing with the you know just everyday life. Mm-hmm. So I like a little combination of both. I love we love to travel. We love to try different things. So it's important for us to remember at the end of the day, we're still a man and a woman right. that need time separate from our kids. Right. Separate from the struggles of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's so important because the reality is all of us who are parents know that when you have smaller, younger kids, that almost becomes a part of your identity, being mom and dad, and you forget that you're, uh, you know, Stacy and Stan, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Exactly. So, yeah, that, that makes total sense. So you have some ideas of how to keep it spicy when you're a parent of young kids? 
Um, definitely making time planning de- date night, and we do it at least once a week, and mm-hmm. that is no kids allowed. Mm. Um, and it doesn't have to be the same thing. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Extravagant, guys. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it could just be simply going out to go to a garden or just mm-hmm. spending quality time together, because that's my love language is mm. quality time. So, if he could just hang out with you and take a walk, you'd be happy with that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just but do you know how hard together. Do you know how hard that is for dudes though? <laughs> I know. It's a struggle for him because I enjoy the fact if he just sits beside me and we always he's like, What do you want me to do? Just sit here and I'm like, Yes, that's that's it. Just sit yeah. beside me and do nothing at all. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. I mean I think it's great by the way, and I'm I'm glad you're voicing it because there are men all over the DC metropolitan area right now who need to hear it. But you still got to understand it's difficult for us as men to realize that you don't really want us to do something when it comes to, uh, you know, being with you. You actually just want us to be with you. <laughs> yeah, like, be oh, present. That's yeah. Be oh, present. man, that's 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 a lot of work. Be present. <laughs> you mean like I need to listen to you and look at you and got to listen to all your stories. But at the same time, when I do that. When I do that, here's the thing. When I do that, that is where the intimacy actually comes in. I mean, you're absolutely there right. It, but it's it's not it. it's not natural for a lot of us. You know that, right? I know, but you can <laughs> you can work on it. It's That's doable. It. That, you, you promise? I promise. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot, Valencia. Thanks for hanging with me today, okay? I appreciate you. You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, a ministry of Bridgeway Community Church. We would love to have you join us Sunday mornings at our campus in Columbia, Maryland at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon, or at our Owings Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland campus at 10.30 a.m. You can also join us online at www.bridgeway.cc. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson airs live weekdays on this station and is ready to take your calls. Tune in at 3 p.m. weekdays on WAVA 105.1 FM. For details and directions to Sunday services, please visit www.bridgeway.cc or call 410-992-5832. We hope to see you tomorrow at church.